GM, everyone. Hope you're doing well. Today's episode is about a project, an NFT project that I am involved in called Rickhouse DAO.、Uh, the tagline of the project is turning NFTs into whiskey. So it is a DAO geared towards crafting premium liquor products.、Uh, I'm very excited to share this with you because. Uh, Drew, the founder, and I, we we hosted a space about a week ago, and yeah, I think it's a week ago. It's it's just like NFT space moves so quickly. A week feels like a month here, but it was about a week ago、um, during minting, and、uh, we we kind of did some you know a Q and A space. We had、uh, some special guests, cool guests on, like a phrase that's actually doing a treasure hunt and that is involving Rick House Dow into it. So、uh, we discussed that too in the space, and、um, really, it's just an overview of the project. And we 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 kind of have a, a wide spectrum of topics that we're covering on that space. So I wanted to share it here, so you get more accustomed with the the project itself. And if you do want to learn more about the Rickhouse DAO, you can always go on the website too, RickhouseDAO.xyz. And、uh, without further ado, here is the Twitter space that I recorded with Drew for Rickhouse DAO. Please enjoy. Good morning. Morning, morning. Do Do you want us to start、um, just us first, and then we bring some pizza? Yeah, I figured、questions? I could. We, while we while we get going,、uh, oh, good, you just did it live, and that's the new one, the new link in, in announcements. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, let's just start.、Uh, I have you know an agenda written, and we had 120 signed up, so we had a pretty strong space as get going. I glitched it, but、um, everybody that's in here, I think、uh, it's a good idea. Let's.、Um, Let's share it because the more that come, the quicker we go sweep over and that we mint out, which I think is all going to happen today. So I figured you 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 know what I want to start with, Martin, is、uh, yes, now that I've tweeted it out. Let me start with a story because、uh, Nucci said Nucci said he hadn't heard that story, and then I'm gonna tie it in with a second part of 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 it, which is kind of fun.、Uh, it's actually a proof story. So. Um, as many people know, the first pass I, or first NFT I ever bought was a proof collective pass, which is a kind of a win.、Uh, I didn't quite understand the Dutch auction, and I was got scared because the price was dropping. So I, I made sure I got it at four,、uh, and and I was like, uh oh. So、uh, I bought it, and the, the part、uh, Nuch hadn't heard before was then it, it, January one rolls around, January two, and I keep going to OpenSea and looking at it. And nothing changed because it was supposed to go live. Something was supposed to happen, and I go back to the the, the proof, you know, dot x y z, and it's still the, you know, the sixty second, ninety second video of of Kevin talking about this is what it's going to be. You know, I'm not going to overpromise. Hope you come join me. You know, very very mellow video, right? And so I'm going back to that.、I'm、going back to that. Finally,、uh, I signed up for a Twitter page, and I saw something on Twitter about Discord. I'm like, what's Discord? And I come into the community, and there I am, and everybody's in there. <laughs> It was pretty funny because I, I was like, nothing's happening with this thing. The second funny thing is when I got in there, I was having a problem with the collab thing. Probably me, not the collab. And、so、there's a moderator up there, you know, with a little green dot. So I'm like, hey man, I'm having a problem with the collab. And he comes back, says, you know, do this. And I said,、oh, I got it.、Um, and then I asked another couple questions. And then like that week, I'm like, one of the channels that's missing is like a whiteboard to put ideas up and blah blah blah.、And、he comes back, that's a good idea. I'll suggest it to the team. Back and forth over about a five day period, and his name was K R O, and I was like, "Oh yeah, that's one of the moderators." <laughs> <laughs> and I have that for posterity because you know it saves it in there under, under private messages, and I'm just like making suggestions. 
I didn't know it was Kevin. <laughs> How would you know? So anyway, I figured I'd just start with a, a funny story because. Uh, um, so you weren't you weren't even on court before. Oh so no! The first NFT you bought was was a proof pass, and you weren't even on. Not on Discord. Do nothing about Discord. Didn't even know <laughs> if you just said Discord, I would have said yes. A pleasant conversation, you know, or a you know, a disc. I don't know. I wouldn't have even known what it was. Um, and 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 the, the proof pass was the first. Um, and the wallet I got up and and I was moving money and I scared because I think I'm like nine nine sixty seven or something, and I really you know was trying to buy for. A longer period before that but the bank is doing the 24 hours you know you can't move any more money and this and that and so i was dealing with um the institutions which is one of the reasons you know another reason why web3 is so much better we can actually send somebody very little send somebody a lot nobody you know there's no middleman which is kind of nice so i thought i'd share that Agreed. that's my that's my kevin rose uh uh moderator story <laughs> And uh, so as we as we get more people rolling in, GM everyone like today, um, we have Jewel on stage um, phrase, which will which will uh, GM, by the way, phrase GM GM uh, phrase will announce something really cool that uh, he'll be doing a project of his and we're, we're going to be a part of it as a collab. And uh, yeah, so basically, we just wanted to uh, share some some of the things uh, brewing in the behind the scenes with Drew as we are officially in the public mint of the Rickhouse DAO. Uh, thank you guys for all the support you've been giving. It's been amazing. We're, we're at, uh, I think, more than 70, 75% minted. And um, yeah, we'll, we'll take it from there. So like, uh, Drew, you, you want to tackle a couple of the points that sure. you want to share with? Sure. We bring up uh, NYC Punter as well. He's, he's part of the team and uh, we'll have him up. I don't know that he's going to speak much, but love to have him up here. Um, So yeah, I have a I have a quick agenda, you know. So I'm going to roll through it because everybody's time's valuable. This is a work week. Um, that's why I just kind of started with that story, just to let the room fill up a little. So let's go through the um, my the agenda that I that I posted. So I'm going to go from the bottom up. IRLs. So uh, I am working. I already have, uh, I believe, and it's like just texting with them. But the dead rabbit again for those proof members that were at the proof. Uh, Uh, collective meetup in New York City. We had that great time and took over the whole second floor of the Dead Rabbit. And I believe that's going to be the exact situation, meaning Sunday you come in for N NFT NYC and three to six, we start the Dead Rabbit and then we can break up for dinner and, and go go places. And and they usually have the Irish Muse six uh, like they did last time. So a, what they call a session. And as they would say, but we'll sort that out. And then I'm looking at uh, VCon right now. Uh, and it's a quick thing, but I'm hoping to get something done for that. And NFT Sydney, uh, Dollar may be in here somewhere. He um, is going to co-host or do something, uh, and I'm going to get down there. And I'm hoping it, it uh, coincides with Trey Ratcliffe having something in New Zealand in November, because I think the timing may work out, but it may not. We're going we're to see if all that works out. Um, so just want to know that there's going to be some IRLs is one of the things we're going to deliver, because having joined and having joined a bunch of other communities, it's very clear to me that no matter what else we do with the liquor brand and everything else, we need to provide value uh, and provide value quickly, succinctly. And um, that's going to be part of that is we're going to do some really cool meetups that having the pass will uh, get you into um, or and, and some of it like the, the dead rabbit would be a, a giveaway or, a, or the first and when we can the team can talk about how we do that. But, you know, we'll only be able to get about 60 people in there. Um, so we'll, we'll see exactly how that works. I have one of the proof members owns an um, Italian restaurant, 
right at, I think he said 61st, he said, and Lexington's right, like right in the heart of it. And uh, I've got a deal to rent that out for Monday and we could probably get about 110 in there. He sent me a floor plan today. Um, so we may have something Sunday, Monday, Tuesday in New York, and that would be really, really fun. Um, Jin legend, one piece of big news. Uh, and if you look him up, see who he is, there's a gin legend, Philip Duff, uh, that is going to help my business partner, Kevin Barrett, who is himself a, uh, a big deal in the tasting world and is going to help create the gin. That was a big piece of, of news. He's got a, he, he has a, uh, a brand called Old Duff that they literally grind the grain in Holland with a windmill. And he's into the old production style. He's big in the gin guild in Europe. It's a, he's, it's a big deal to have him on board to create Moonbird gin flavor with Kevin because that alone is going to get articles and all kinds of stuff written. Um, next, uh, treasure hunt. So this is where I have to be careful. When we allowed to say so much, and I'm going to say very, very little because we'll bring a phrase in to talk more about that. Just a second. All I'm going to say is that Rick Castell is a collaborator. You gotta be careful. Treasure hunt. That's all I'm going to say. That's all I'm going to say. I'll let phrase do it. Um, well, <laughs> I'm not good at secrets. Um, losing move. That was perfect. I know. No, that was perfect. That's perfect. Good. Okay. Um, uh, I, you know, I got to be careful. So, uh, and everybody wants to hear a story about me losing a moonbird. So I'm in the Moonbird Discord yesterday, and somebody says, you know, make nine grand by staking your Moonbird in LookShare or, or listing it. And I'm like, man, that sounds cool. I don't know how to leverage this stuff. I don't really do liquidity pools and, and things like that. And so I listed my Moonbird. At first, I listed it too much. I'm like, you know, this is what I did. And they're like, no, it's going to be 1.5 or less. So I went back and I put it at 28.5. And the floor was 18 or 19, something like that. So I was within the threshold to get, you know, free looks. Uh, went to bed, woke up, and my Moonbird was gone. <laughs> so, so I lost the Moonbird. <laughs> but I did get $73 in uh, looks coins. So that's kind of neat. I'm, I'm very sad. Ouch. 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 Now, well, the floor, the floor did move really quickly. It did. It did. I didn't know Kevin Rose. He got me again. Uh, he went on, he went on and did a great spaces and, you know, you know, he and he, had, they say, we're, we're not trying to overhype this, but every time he talks, everything jumps, you know, by, you know, leaps and bounds. And of course it should, he, he gave some great news and, you know, what these guys are building is awesome. Um, but anyway, so I, I am down to one Moonbird, which is 469, which will be Moonbird Gen number 469 or Moonbird number 469 Gen. And uh, we have a great bottle planned. Uh, let me tell everybody about that real quick, and then I'll I'll take questions and let Frey speak first. How do we want to do it, Martin? I'll let you moderate. But tell you this about the bottle: we're going to do, I believe, this is we're in design phase, where you spray the Moonbird on the back of the bottle, and then on the front above that you have the label. So when you look at the bottle of gin, the Moonbird almost looks 3D through the gin. Because I really want this, and I've got a, the one I want to get, the bottle I'm honing in on, has a, a glass top and, of course, a rubber stopper under it. Uh, but a glass top so that this bottle, you know, itself is a collector's item. Not that I, I'm not saying the bottle's going to have value beyond the gin, but certainly if you're a Moonbird fan, that'd be a cool thing to have on the shelf, right? So we're making the bottle super cool. 
I'm hoping it's the one that comes in a box, which will also all be labeled and everything. So if somebody's wanting to keep a bottle long term, it'll be kind of a cool, more like a gift set style uh, box. Um, and with all that said, we still want to keep the price in case anybody's wondering, like, what's the what's the market for the gin? One, it's going to be a very good gin where Kevin and I wouldn't put our names on it. We wouldn't be involved in unless it's very good gin. And as far as style, it all I'll say is it's not going to be the potpourri floral. Uh, style it's good it'll be more like a london dry more like a traditional gin so uh, drew one question yes. is it possible in any way to have the bottle nested in a bird's nest <laughs> that would be hilarious yeah I'll that would be that. awesome that would be awesome <laughs> we'll have to look at that see if they could yeah yeah now the only thing i'm thinking is yeah getting anything agricultural in is a little difficult but yeah we'll have to, we'll have to look at that of course it could be synthetic yeah um so that's the that's the idea of the gin and the market as far as price. I don't know what it will end up at, but just so everybody knows, this is we want it for sale in bars. Part of part of what makes this project super attractive to me as somebody who's already launched a liquor and just won a gold medal, I might say. Um, the 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 attractiveness of this offer is you've got how many moon bars? Let's say there's seven thousand people, right? Roughly. Uh, it's not 10 um, and it's not five. So let's just say seven. And then we will have uh, 11,000 proofs, the founders and the master sellers, and there's a lot of crossover. Let's just say there's 15,000 unique individuals that either in the case of the Moonbirds that don't have a, a, a founder's pass, um, just love the Moonbird thing, right? They're part of the community. Or in the, in the case of the founders, whether they have a Moonbird or not, they win if the liquor wins, Right. So we have 15,000 ground troops, many in the U.S., other parts of the world, too, which is good because wouldn't we love to be in Australia? We'd love to be in Portugal. I think it's going to be a huge advantage to have that, to be able to activate those ground troops and say, go to your local bar and ask for it. You know, go to your, go to your local liquor store and, 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 and ask for it because everybody's going to want a bottle anyway and probably two or three, so they try it and keep one, that kind of thing. So the price, and this is where it started with this, needs to be in that, you know, $45 range for a really nice bottle in a box, that kind of a deal. It doesn't need to be an $80, $100 bottle of gin. Yes, we would sell some. People would collect it, and then that would probably be it, and no bar carry it. You get it in the liquor store if people are willing to buy it, but no bar is going to carry it. I own bars, and you can't. You can sell very expensive liquor, but then gin is not one of those things you're, you're used to going in and, and spending you know, $75 an ounce on. Like you, we do that with whiskey, but and you know we, we just don't do it with with gin. So um, that's the idea of the market for the Moonbird gin. That's the idea of the bottle. I talked a little about flavor profile. So that's what that was my uh, list, Martin. I'm I'm ready to take questions or listen to somebody else talk. Awesome, thank you, Drew. Well, uh, for for anyone that uh, kind of halfway through what Drew was saying, so he was talking about RL meetups. Um, obviously, do we have some things planned for NFC NYC? possibly vcon and other nft conferences um we're also we also talked a bit about the moonbird gin and um he's working on that and also um now we're getting to an exciting part two which is the collab that we're going to be making uh with the uh, phrase which is kind of orchestrating a treasure hunt so phrase um uh, kick it off morning good morning everyone uh exciting morning, time morning. happy to be up here happy to be up here um yeah you got i mean you got it we've got a we've got a treasure hunt that has been building for the last four months. Back in December, I had run a much smaller scale project to really test the waters. 
and get a sense for um, kind of attack vectors on the project and how it worked. And the project I ran back in December was basically uh, I set up a wallet. I took the seed phrase from that wallet, which you're never, ever, ever supposed to share, made an art piece out of those words, turned that into an NFT, dropped it back into the wallet, said I was never going to sell it. But if someone could crack the wallet, just looking at the piece, and I peeled off clues on Twitter uh, that they could have the piece. And it was a fun it was a fun thing. It ended up getting cracked in six days. A guy out of Turkey, I believe, ended up brute forcing the thing um, with about 60 GPUs that he rented, I think, from Amazon. And um, great experiment. Very flattered that that happened. But I wanted to create something that simultaneously, I, I wanted to create something that was a lot of fun and simultaneously um, required more clever thinking and gave people that maybe weren't as tech savvy, a chance at solving the puzzle. And then at the same time, kind of direct attention towards projects and people that were doing amazing things. And that's where, that's how we connected with Rickhouse. I am a proud holder of one of the Rickhouse founder NFTs. Absolutely love what Drew and the crew is doing. I think NFTs, you know, from anyone outside the space, it gets, it's still, it's such a polarizing thing, which is shocking to me. But I think that's because so many people don't know about all the amazing experimentation and projects. And like Rick House is, is a prime example of using this new form of tech as a tool, not just, you know, flipping overpriced JPEGs, which is a, a fun side of things, but to actually use it as a tool to build community, leverage that community and go further together with people. So the treasure hunt, the big carrot we're dangling in front of uh, everyone, it's actually going to be a series of treasure hunts. There's going to be one where the grand prize is a Moonbird from my personal collection. And the other is going to be a bit more substantial. Uh, I actually hold two proof collective passes and am planning on using the second one of my passes as the grand prize for that treasure hunt. So the way it's going to work, we are launching in May and every single day we're going to drop a new clue. The goal is to get all 24 seed phrase words that will unlock the wallet that has that NFT in it. And along the way, I don't know if it's going to be every single clue. And right now we're on pace for about half of the clues to be paired with collaborators, projects like Rickhouse Dow. I don't really want to say, I don't want to spill the beans on too many of the other collaborators, but everyone in this room and listening, you've got a little bit of an edge because you know, at some point in the process, there's going to be some something fun with with Rick House. So I've designed a, a game board, spent about three weeks uh, putting this board together. The, the, the guys have both seen it. Martin, Drew, you guys, uh, if you want to talk about the board at all, by all means, go for it. But um, there's a bit of a playing surface. You move around there, you jump around to other projects and hopefully solve these clues. And hopefully they're peeling off at a pace that's not too breakneck. I know a day in NFT land is like, you know, a month. Uh, back in the real world. So peeling off one clue a day should give you enough time to play along, interact. And um, yeah, yeah, that's the thing. If I, I just pinned a teaser image. I think many of you have seen it at this point. I'm seeing familiar faces in here this morning. Pete, GM, Lady Moon, GM. If you look at the tweet pinned at the top of the profile, you get a good sense of the image there that we'll be messing around with. And I think that's it. I think that's it. I just wanted to design something that was a lot of fun. And um, I think the month of you know, May, May to June, we're going to have, we're going to have a good time and hopefully expose you to some projects. Uh, you guys are already in Rick House here, but hopefully expose you to some other projects 
of some really talented creators doing really interesting things in this space. And and there there are some. And I'm not going to name any. Don't worry. He's, oh, he's you hold his yeah. breath. No, no, no. I, I just want to say the couple. The, the only the I only know a couple, uh, and I'm not eligible to win, so I'm allowed to know a couple. Um, and I have one of the words, so I'm definitely not eligible to win. But the the few that I know are. You know, I don't know if you call people and text blue chip, but they, they, they are. They're stuff that, that um, well-respected. So it's a good, I think it's going to be a great project. And the board gorgeous, and it's cool. And I'm not going to say too much because I don't want to blow anything. But I will say, because you said it, at Rick House, you know, you get just a, a little alpha on one of the clues because you're in Rick House, and that's going to be fun. Um, and speaking of in Rick House, I think, I, Martin, we I, I went through the – agenda but i didn't really talk about the mint so let me tell let me tell everybody where we are we're, we're at seven something i think it was 7 30 this or 723 when we talked like an hour or so ago and i know somebody uh bought some since then so we're at seven something so there's only 200 some left but the floor as of two hours ago was like 0.34 and the mints at 0.4 so really what's going to happen right now is the folks that don't know what all's going on or or for whatever reason need liquidity or or, or want to do what they want to do i'm not one of those people that criticizes somebody selling come in get it you minted it you made the allow list you want to sell it and make 15 20 30 percent because that's what you do do it man but those people will run out in other words the, the, not everybody's going to sell for 0.34 there's going to be people that are like no i want in this so when that ends it'll be 0.4 for a couple hundred people and then you know who knows what happens uh, i think we provide value and, and and the value of the nft goes up but honestly kind of like everybody talks about the value of proof and now the value of moonboards the value of moonbird had to, to most of us that are in and have been in since day one has nothing to do with the the, the floor price, it has to do with the value they're providing. Because, like I said, I accidentally sold a Moonbird last night trying to get looks rare. And that was stupid. But I've done some other stupid stuff. And that that's not the first, probably won't be the last. Um, but I have the one. And I will nest it. And I will keep that Moonbird forever. Or, you know, forever is a long time. But certainly while this project is rolling, you know, for the next decade. Because this may be the project that builds Web3 as far as I'm concerned. So that Moonbird is going to get nested. Uh, and one of the things I like about it is nobody can take it from, you can't even sell it while it's nested. So I'm going to feel very safe. It's mine's in a ledger. So I feel safe now, but I'll feel even safer when the smart contract itself locks it up. This, that's what I'm going to say about, Oh, I like this. Wait, I'm getting ready to compare Rick house to Moonbirds. That's, that's good. Watch this. <laughs> so like, <laughs> I, I wish Ryan were in the audience. He would, he would get a kick out of that. Uh, no, I, I, in the sense that, in the sense that it's one of the things I respect about them. I don't think they say they don't look at floor price. I, I, I believe them. I mean, obviously, you know, we'll look at it and because and, it's a tick mark and how you're determining how much value you're providing. So that's that's good to know. But what I'm going to do is what the, I'm going to try to do what they've done, which is provide enough value that people just don't even care what the floor price is because they want to be there next year at NYC NFT and and they they happen to be in Sydney, and they're like, "Wow, you know, nobody was coming from the U.S. and coming down here to to share with us, you know, or not nobody, but you know, and and throwing a great party in Sydney where we meet people that we don't get to interact with." So, That's right. And uh, yeah. just just to build on top of what you were saying is that even on yesterday's uh, Twitter Space late at night, uh, Kevin Rose jumped on like a Moonbird Space, and he was actually talking about NFT NYC, and he said to everyone like, you know, he's just going to come there, and he and he didn't even buy a ticket. For NFT NYC, he's just going to be there for like the parties and the events that are thrown by the Proof community, by the Moonbirds community. And following that same thing of thought, that's kind of what we've been, you know, you've been doing with Proof, which is that 
you've kind of gotten venues like the Dead Rabbit, the uh, Amori Amargo, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that you, we're just going to keep building on that with Rick House as well. Like the, the value of it is not that the floor price, it's more the community and connections you make inside this, uh, this DAO. Yeah, so, so to the Mint thing, and thank you for that, Martin, to the Mint thing, you know, anybody, that, if there's anybody in this room that hasn't bought, and this is not investment advice, this is not a security, all that, and that's true. It's not investment advice. It's not security. But if you haven't bought and you're thinking about it, you know, go sweep the floor right right now and, until it gets to right at point four or whatever. It's then, already past uh, point four, actually. It's at point oh, four, well, four two mint, or folks, something. Go mint. <laughs> I'm going to be very excited when we're minted out just because that, as anybody in here, and I think there are some, well, I know there's some people because I know a few of them that are founders and have had their own project, no matter how great you feel about the project, selling out, minting out, I should say, you know, is a great feeling, right? I mean, I, I, I know we're headed there. It's already a good feeling, but it'll be nice when it's like, boom, done. So, uh, yeah, now if it's at point four, then mint. That's all. And I'm pretty much, let's do, Martin, unless you've got something else or, or uh, Hunter, you did you, you hadn't said anything. Did we have anybody that's already on stage that, that needed to say something? Just start talking. And then we'll go to uh, pulling some folks up and answering some questions. All right. So um, we'll go with uh, Akin. Akin, yeah, yeah, we hear yeah. So I had two really quick questions, right? So could you kind of and and Drew, I just think you're you're like hilarious, and I I think you you're, you're clearly very steeped in understanding this business. But the two questions I had is, you know, one, you know, you talked a little bit, and I think one of the last AMAs about so like the legal ramifications of what you're doing, right? And speak a little bit to some of the steps being taken to ensure that you know this passes the smell test in terms of being a security and then the second question you know i have is around participation now you know i kind of pitched this to a couple of my friends and for them the the value kind of really aligns with what you've been talking about the value is really in participating right you know some folks want to get into the business right they want to kind of learn and understand what it takes to sort of you know play a role in some part of the value chain right whether it's distribution or you know, running bars or, you know, and so what are your thoughts on, on how you're going to create value for folks who want to get a little more involved, right, and kind of understand the dynamics of, of just the liquor business? You know, obviously, we're going to get to see the process. So we, we just talked about the collab with creating it and the picking the bottle. And there's going to be a lot of that coming up. And I'm looking forward to that in, you know, Discord, where we where, where we show the bottles and we you know get thoughts on it. And, and that kind of thing. So there'll be some of that, a label create. Um, and, and these aren't DAO votes. These would be more, hey, guys, which one of these labels you, you, you do you like the, you know, put the duck or the, you know, for this one and the and the, and the moonbird for that one or, or whatever, where we, where we just get a, a good flavor of what people like. And so I think you'll get to see some of that process. But the other thing, just like, you know, we have access to Kevin Rose and Ryan Carson. If you're, you, you'll have, and not that, by the way, you don't have to buy a founder's pass to get access to me, uh, but you'll have access. I mean, you'll, you'll see me in there. You'll know when I'm online, you know, that kind of thing. If you are serious about doing something, Martin is an investor in bars. Martin's company um, uh, markets bars, uh, uh, hospitality, I should say, because I think they have food up there. So, um, yep. yeah, so there's people in this. We have uh, Mike uh, that, that owns, what was he on, Martin, like? four or five bars up in uh, somewhere in Canada. Anyway, we have all kinds of resources. And, and, and again, in all seriousness, Aiken, you, you, you don't have to buy a pass to get at me. I'm doxxed. I'm out there. You can, by the way, everybody take a second and follow me on Twitter. I only have like 800 people and I want more than that. 
Um, <laughs> that seemed that seemed like such a like an ad on TV that just like cuts the episode when like the good the good part comes and it's like hey you know just follow hey. us <laughs> follow me no but and, and I check the the messages that aren't from people who follow you know so anyway Aiken seriously you're you're welcome to reach out to me I'd love to know what you're trying to do and that kind of thing and I won't answer today because um, I've got a lot going on but I'll get you know that's the way I am I get to people. And as far as value, I think it's it's, it's more the um, I'm a great liquor brand. As far as uh, the securities, I'll touch on it real quickly. But there's a podcast dropping where I talked about it. Actually, I think we talked about it too long. We probably spent 20 minutes on it. Um, so I'm going to go quickly on it, if you don't mind. In the smart contract is a full attorney, U.S. attorney written damer about you know what we are doing and what we aren't doing. We're following protocols where the, the, the company in the U.S., which is a, a liquor company, cannot control the Dow and will not. I'm not going to be on the foundation um, board even. So after this first investment, you know, the money comes in, invests in this liquor company. There's a wallet for the Dow, a Gnosis wallet. It will be controlled by the Dow. It's truly going to be a decentralized autonomous organization. And so the, the liquor company can't control the Dow and the Dow can't control the liquor company. And we're really taking lots and lots of steps to make sure all those T's are <laughs> T's are dotted, I's are crossed. No. So um, that, 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 that's the short answer on that. Uh, but it is embedded in the smart contract. It's uh, the disclaimers are on everything. that We're not a security. We're not authorized. Now, w- let's, let's also admit this. We're all playing in new space because, you know, you could say, look at all these projects, all of them. Now, they're not all DAOs, okay, right? Some of them are PFP-driven projects. But then there's all this, this value return. There's all this investment return. I mean, we're, we're in a new space. Web3 is new. And I think Web3 is doing what it's supposed to do, which is you're able to go invest 700 bucks, you know, or more, obviously, in some of these projects. But you're able to go and be part of a project, whereas that's not as easy for a startup to get in under, you know, if under U.S.-founded, security-recorded uh, companies, right? So um, I think Web3 is doing what it's supposed to do. I think there will be some, some new rules and shake out and new laws over, you know, I don't know whether that's over the next year or five years, uh, but I think they're going to start with these um, rugs and fake, I hope they are starting with, I heard one after two of them, I saw an article a couple of weeks ago, uh, going after these rugs and, and fake accounts and fake, um, you know, that's what they need to start with, not people trying to provide value, but but that's... That's where we're at. I think uh, it's new space. Did I All answer right. your questions? Yeah, yeah, that was perfect. Thanks a lot. Okay, buddy. thanks for your question, Akin. Um, Pete, we'll go to you. If not, uh, Punter, uh, welcome to the stage. I know you're you're uh, you're part of the team as well. Punter does like so much of the the moderating and engaging in our Discord channels, and he's just an all-around awesome dude, so it's really cool to have him up here with us. Uh, GM, GM, everybody. I appreciate that, Martin, Drew, uh, Phrase. Uh, yeah, just just uh, want to echo some of the sentiments here. And, and um, re- real quick, funny story is I, I come from a Bitcoin background. I really never knew much about NFTs. Uh, one of my buddies who's early into board apes uh, just just totally turned my mind and, 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 and opened up my mind to the power and the possibilities of, of NFTs. And, and part of it's what Drew was talking about with the in real life events and stuff like that. But but what, where I really see the power is where we can all come together, where communities can come together with, with shared beliefs, shared goals. And, you know, with Rickhouse, uh, you know, once I heard about it, just, you know, my mind was going, I do have a, a background in, in spirits. I do a lot of packaging and packaging production in the real world. So um, developing labels, developing shippers, doing a point of sale, 
So, you know, right when, when Drew started talking about the project, I was just immediately enthralled. So, so super stoked to be a uh, part of this. Um, happy to be creating a lot of marketing and collateral materials with the team and just excited to see where this goes and phrase. Um, I'm going to be very interested in trying to win that uh, proof pass or Moonbird. So those are seriously insane prizes. And uh, man, I, I can't wait to see what you guys come up with. I'm happy to hear it. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be some fun. It's going to be some fun. Shout out to Punter. He's uh, and Mark did say. I just I want to say it myself. He he jumped in without even being asked and started helping and 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 started being creating value. And um, his project, uh, the can I say his project? I know he's heavily involved with the goats, and that's with the Z. And I have four of them. Although I'm going to have three after today because I'm gifting one to the president of Kaladka. We are going to figure out how to do something with goats at some point because it's a great project. And I've been in the Discord. It's a cool community. And, and of course, that's where it all starts, right, is having a good community. So, anyway, just a shout-out. And he has – Punter has a Moonbird, and he's repping a goat. So, that's that's big respect right there because I think a lot of people, you know, want to show off the bird right now. It's the hottest topic in, in uh, NFT land, and Punter is repping his goat. I love it. Well, let me. <laughs> thanks for noticing, Drew. But uh, I, let's just say I toggle back and forth because I'm so proud of you know. I, I mean, I got hit the raffle and shout out to to Caro and, and Ryan and, and all the value they've already created. But I, I toggle back and forth. But uh, knowing that, uh, I think you would want me to have my goat up here um, because you know you know I have a moonbird. But also, I really appreciate the fact that you stepped into our community, bought a few goats, planning to forge with us. And also planning to maybe make like a goat's rum, right? And you leverage the IP because a lot of that's what our project is about and trying to let people understand that they actually own the IP and, you know, do exciting things with it, you know, make products or, you know, wrap it on your, on your merch or however you want to do it. But, you know, I appreciate you. I appreciate you coming in, um, you know, so bold and, and uh, really repping for us. So thanks to you, Drew. Amazing. So um, thank you for, uh, again, thank you for being here, Punter. Urban Drones, did you have a question? All right, so Urban Drones is not here. Let's move over to uh, Handsome Nugget, GM. GM, guys, GM, appreciate you having me on. Uh, Drew, looking forward to seeing you IRL at the uh, Kolaka event today. Uh, I look forward to seeing you. Am I allowed to use your real name? You can go for it. So Gregory is a, a, a filmmaker and a generally just a brilliant dude, and he is going to come film an event doing tonight with Kolaka, some big announcements about that, and uh, he is going to – Come film it. Yes, yes. Very, very much looking forward to that. I appreciate it. Uh, I, I have two questions, uh, and these aren't necessarily related to the now, but maybe a future project. Uh, one is, has, has there been any discussion regarding uh, individual NFTs for the specific bottles of liquor that are being made? So somebody who's more of a fan of the gin than the rum uh, maybe buys uh, you know, a couple NFTs of the gin bottle and therefore gets maybe like extra discounts or exclusive conversations with a distiller or something like that. And the second question is, I'm very excited about the planning of IRL events, but is there, is there also been any discussion about some sort of metaverse home base for us to kind of have virtual meetups on a regular basis, maybe discussions with distillers or future projects, other projects, things of that nature. Thank you again. So I'll do, your, do them out of order. Second question first, a metaverse space, which I believe you suggested to me right when I first got the proof pass. You, you said, you know, have you looked that's at right. land? That's right. And I bought an avatar for Sandbox, but that's, that's as far as I went. But I'll tell you this, I, I'm waiting to see what uh, Ryan Carson, Kevin Rose and team do 
with this high rise, which Kevin alluded to last night, because I think that's going to be metaverse. And, and I mean this when I say it, I'm not shilling proof and moonbirds. I mean this when I say it, they may be the one. Because I'll tell you who it's not going to be. It's not going to be Facebook, right? And just take that to the bank. It's not going to be Facebook. So is it going to be Sandbox? It could be. Is it going to be somebody else? It could be. And is there going to be more than one? Almost certainly. But in social spaces, somebody usually rises to the top. And it very easily, not easily, uh, very well could be uh, what they're building. And I don't know any more about than anybody else than what they've said publicly. I just believe in those guys. And if there is a place, and I probably should I'll reach out to Ryan today, and I'm going to say, for planning purposes, is there going to be a possibility to have a space within this high rise for a company like the, the Spirit of Dow or Rickhouse for Dow? And that's a good question. I don't know the answer because you and I know I would love to do something like that where people can kind of congregate and walk in and walk out. Maybe at that time, maybe they're walking in and purchasing, right? Amazon's trying to get into the liquor delivery business and they're spending billions on making that happen. And if they make that happen, you're nation with one company. Perhaps you walk in and you, you, you walk, you know, you walk out with one on the way to the house. To the second question or first question, the, this is where the team and we're going to grow the team a little bit. We need some people that are dialed into the space because there's all kinds of ideas. Uh, and for me, be one of the ones that kind of get in on this. We want to tie the, something on the bottle back to web three, whether that's as old school as a QR code, you know, that takes you somewhere or whether that's something else. And, and there's a hunt involved, you know, surprises at the end that, that are ongoing. Uh, I don't know. And as far as other NFTs, you know, uh, Trey Radcliffe and I are working on a New Zealand wine. And he said for the first time, which I was like, oh, I wasn't even thinking that. And I, frankly, I didn't respond. I'm, I'm not sure. I need to learn more about it, figure out the, the mechanics. He's talking about selling the wine as an NFT. And somebody else did this is what he was saying. But when, when you bought the wine, you burn the NFT. And he's thinking more like you buy the wine or you, you buy the NFT, you burn it for the wine, but then it converts to a piece of art so that you can keep the wine that you had forever. So you can drink the wine and keep it too. Somebody said that once. You know, you can have this little collection of different things that you've consumed, you know, bought and had, you, you know, make notes on it, do all that. So he's got some ideas on what I was even thinking. I was going to put a Trey Radcliffe New Zealand photo, which are absolutely gorgeous, on a bottle from New Zealand and have a three-bottle case and bring it in and sell it. And that was that. Uh, he's going beyond that. So, so Gregory, to answer your question, I think there's a lot of space for us to develop as this space develops because we are still early, right? And that's what we need to do is, is get those ideas flowing and work that out because we would love to do an NFT. If it makes sense, what we're not going to do is just start adding NFTs to sell NFTs. We're already, we already have a roadmap. We need to make this roadmap valuable to the participants. And if that's create an NFT to get a bottle of wine, and you burn it, you get art, and it's what the bottle would cost. You know, in other words, it's a mechanism within the purchasing system. I'm fine with that. Uh, what I, I, I don't see us doing, what I would be, is just kind of creating stuff and selling it, and, and it doesn't really end up having any real value to the person buying it. They've already bought in. It's, it's now our turn to provide value. I think, I think that's the, the advantage of this space with like uh, Web3 is that we have the opportunity to tie it back in all together. Like it's not just a one layer of you're purchasing a product and then it ends there. We can add layers of uh, maybe not utility, but layers of collectibles on it. Even the Trey Radcliffe uh, collaboration you were talking about, like it'd be cool to actually 
the, the wine's going to be fantastic, first of all, I'm sure. And then it'd be cool to actually get an NFT with that because you have collected this very limited wine. And then you can say now that uh, you, you own, I don't know, you own the bottle like 125 or something. And then we were even thinking, but th these are all like in development. So we're just, we just want to be as transparent and as clear as possible that we are thinking of these things. And we're also thinking of, um, uh, of using POAPs in some way, because we know like, Every time you're having a drink with a buddy, with some family, with a, a loved one, it is it can be a very special moment. So we are thinking of implementing POAPs into um, the bottles that we're making in some way. So, for example, if you if you drink a bottle at the end of that bottle, you can scan something that that makes you go to uh, to claim a POAP to say that on this night you drank this with like this or that person. We're, so we're thinking of uh, all those layers. And um, so thank you for your question. Handsome, uh, handsome nuggets. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, uh, no, th thank you for having me. That all sounds, sounds fantastic. Uh, if I can just hype Drew up for a second, you know, I've known him for years. Uh, we actually see each other annually in a fly fishing trip in northern Pennsylvania. Uh, he cannot be more of a genuine human being. And when he gets his mind on something, he goes 100 miles an hour, puts everything he has into it. Uh, so I just want to say I'm, I'm so excited to be a part of this project, and I cannot wait to see uh, where the future uh, of this leads. So thank you again for having me up, guys. Appreciate it. You're going to make me buy you a drink for that tonight, aren't you? I see where this is headed. No, no, not at all. Just, just a firm handshake. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, thank you, Ansem. Um, for the next question, Pete, are you here? I am. Hello, hello. Um, my, my question, my, How are um, you? connection is not great. I'm good. I'm out and about. My connection is not great. So hopefully you guys can hear, hear me okay. Um, but yeah, I just want yeah, to say how excited, how excited I am for this, this project with Castell. You know, I think this is just such a great story where an industry expert like Drew just, you know, gets involved in Web3 and uh, has such a great team behind him. And, uh, yeah, just so excited. I think the DAO is going to be in a really good place. I think every, not only every Moonbird owner is going to want one of these, but um, every top tier bar in the world is going to want Moonbird gin on their top, top shelf. So he's uh, <laughs> very, very excited about this. And just a suggestion for so, something to think about future would be if, if it's technically possible, uh, the ability for a Moonbird owner to upload their own PFP and have their own Moonbird on a bottle of Rickhouse Dow yes. or, or similar liquor, that would just be amazing. You know, you're guaranteed 10 to 20,000 sales, you know, straight off. I'm gonna, I'd want to buy one. I'd want to buy business to keep, keep it in the house. But what a great story for people to, to kind of share not only Rickhouse Dow, but the Moonbird story and their, their Web3 story so if you can make that happen in the future you know i think uh, that would be a win as well that is a great idea if potter here just if i could just jump in and say uh yeah one of the ways that i add value to these projects um is, you know trying to be an awesome community member which I, I do try to do but i i really lean into the marketing side and pete just came up with an absolutely amazing marketing angle that i hadn't really even thought of at first so you know actually you know giving people the idea the, the ability to upload their own pfp uh their own moonbird and we could do, you know, uh, it, it would require a little bit of um, design work on the back end. I, I mean, I think it would be more of a labeling at that point. You know, the one, the, the Moonbird gin that Drew's talking about with the, with the idea of actually spraying his Moonbird onto the back of the bottle. That's a pretty intensive production process. But I do see a variety of different ways that we could make that happen. The custom bottles, that would be really, not only would that really like reinforce the community aspect and make people feel really good things. But yeah, to your point, Pete, I mean, we, what, what, what a way to boost some sales as well. Well, I just got, so let me say this. That idea doesn't work, but I just got, I got an add-on so that this is why talking to smart people. So let me tell you this, why it doesn't work. 
every label with alcohol on it. in the U.S. Anyway, I'm sorry, I should say it doesn't work in the U.S. Um, every label with alcohol has to be approved with TTB. The font size, the everything, everything matters. That label is approved down to the nth degree, and you cannot change it. Even if you did something that's legal and changed, it doesn't matter. They've approved this one. That's all you're allowed to use. And so you would literally have to go through that process for every bottle, right? So it, it just it, it does, you can't put liquor in a one-off label. It just doesn't work. True. Would that include etching the bottle, like sandblast or yes. etching the bottle? Yes. It does. Yes. Yes. And I should yes. know. Anything the bottle yeah. says, you know, anything it says. I just bought the TTB. We have a new product coming out, uh, gin and tonic in a can, and it's a malt beverage, and it's wonderful. It's a great product, and I had to fight the TTB because they said tonic was a medical term, and I won, but <laughs> that's the kind of thing that, you know, uh, and oh, and it's gin and, J-Y-N-A-N-N. We couldn't do gin tonic, J-Y-N, because it's it can't sound exactly like gin. So now I'm gin and tonic. It's crazy. So anyway, hey. that's okay. I know how to deal with them. I deal with them all the time. But here's the idea, Pete. And, and I'm now I'm like, Puncher, you may have a, a way to do this with a screen printer. I think I, I might have a way to do this. But what you could sell is a decanter bottle. So you buy your gin, right? right? And it's got to be Moonbird number 649. I can't change, you know, the number on it because I don't have rights to Moonbird. I have rights to Moonbird 649, right? It's got to be that Moonbird that I own or I don't have the rights to it. So you buy that gin, but then you can order from us a decanter that has your Moonbird on it. You can put, you know, we could give them room. Like I have a barrel that I keep whiskey in that has, uh, what's it say? It says, uh, Shanks Premium Barrel Aged Whiskey, DFS Distillery. And <laughs> there is no DFS Distillery. Um, so, you know, they, they made the barrel for me. And that's the kind of thing. That would be kind of neat. And, and maybe you tie this into the, to an NFT. Gregory was talking about is there other plans where you, you, you buy this and you do this and you get this decanter that comes with your gin that has your moonboard bird on it. That, that would be neat. But you can't, you can't fill it with alcohol. Just There's no way to do it in the United States. Hey, hey, Drew, being a guy who, who does mechanical files for labels all day long, I should have realized the complexity in, in what Pete was initially suggesting. But what if all the, the mandatory stuff that goes through TTB, front and back label, the main labeling, had all the right proper regulatories on it? And let's say we just played with the Necker. Let's say we, we did a Necker that was customized, that had a different PFP in there. Is that going to do... trigger a, a, re, a, re, you know, a reapproval no, process? you could do a, a, a non-attached, like you couldn't print it on the neck. You could do it on a necker because that's an advertising piece and drop it over. But does, does that really have any value to somebody, you know, that owns a Moonbird to have 649 Moonbird shown and then a little piece of paper over the neck with theirs? I think, I'm telling you, I think Pete's idea is great. I think the way you implement it is you send an empty bottle with their, and they can put on it, you know, their name, they can at, NYC Punker and then Moonbird number and their Moonbird. I mean, you could you get really creative with this. And by the way, if you start, this is for you, Moon Punter. You want to start this? You could do it for apes. You could do it for goats and say, send me your, you know, your PFP and what and these four lines of text that you can have, and I will send you a beautiful decanter with your stuff on it. I don't know. It's 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 amazing. I love these brainstorming sessions because this is where like. So it's like stuff that, that you wake up the next day and all of a sudden you're in motion coming up with new ideas. I mean, I've already started doing some Rick House uh, merch. I, I think the idea of some some leather coasters and a, a whole bunch of, you know, I've already started to like see where we can go with all these things, you know, and the in real life events. Because uh, Drew, you know, not to change gears, but, you know, one thing you alluded to about this particular project is there are going to be some, some um, periods of time 
that need to, to progress while we're, you know, not only making the liquid, but, you know, sourcing bottles and creating labeling. And, you know, this is, this is a long-term thinking project, but, but in the spaces in between the amount of community of in real life events, we can be doing tastings. Uh, you know, I, I just see the, the, the power to create like a lifestyle brand here where people, you know, meet up, try different beverages or food for, you know, Martin, Martin's deep into the, the cuisine side of things, you know? So, um, I just see, you know, besides actually making our own liquids and selling them, the, the spaces in between are going to be where we can all come together. And, and I, I think the word lifestyle brand is really applicable. Oh. Can I throw one more idea out? I still really like the, I, I love the idea of the custom decanter. I still would love to find a workaround for the bottle. Would it technically be violating anything if you didn't customize the bottle until after the point of purchase? So at a real life event, the bottle is, is the way it's been approved reg- on, from a regulatory side. But at that event, Moonbird holder could show, yes, this is my Moonbird, and it could be etched on the spot post-sale. Would that be violated? Absolutely. That would be great. Oh, I like no, that. Absolutely. That would be, you could, you could absolutely do that. And that's, that, now there's a whole, a whole other layer to the possibilities of some IRLs and stuff. Yeah, and there's, there's guys that etch things at things. You know, you go to a wrestling tournament, and they, they, they print your son a t-shirt with his weight that's on exactly. it. You know, that's exactly. That's exactly what those I'm guys thinking, yeah. do that with etching. So you yep. design the bottle to where you had a space. You know, like, let's say, like, literally the back label was the whole top and then went down the, the, the left side. Well, on the right side, there's this weird space because there's enough air, but it's left there so that you could put your Moonbird as number or maybe on the front. Maybe, you know, yes, I think that's a, a, a beautiful idea. We, we yeah. should have um, we should have tattoo artists there, too. To yeah, do like a, a combo. <laughs> hey, call me call me crazy. This is my first Twitter space and my first uh, time speaking about what you could Welcome. do. Thank you, GMGM. Um, what you could do is you could ship a bottle with a custom label that could be applied over the original label so that the, the end user or the, the yep. owner of the bird could get their bottle and it's, it's you know labeled as it was approved, but then they have a secondary label that's customized that they can just put over the, the original label. And just replace the bird. You could design it to where the bird is a certain space. And, and then this wouldn't work with the, the see-through back that we're doing. But what you're talking about, you could figure out and do. And, and what would be neat is you're not going to make somebody one sticker, right? So what you do is jump on and you order from Hunter's new site that he's created this business around. As you say, okay, I'm going to send you my PFP. And he takes real quick and makes a, the number and turns it into a label-ready art. And then... He goes to uh, Grace Imaging in Michigan, which is where I get my stickers and the wonderful pricing, and he gets you 400 stickers. And yes, it happens to fit perfectly on this liquor bottle because we designed it that way, but then you also have 399 more Moonbirds to stick wherever you want. So that would be kind of cool. I like it. Well, listen, let's. Um, you remember the story I told right in the beginning about my first interaction with a mod on uh, proof that turned out to be, you know, KRO is actually Kevin Rose. Yeah, yeah. Um, remember that story well one of the things i was telling him this mod that i did not know who it was was we need a whiteboard we need a whiteboard for ideas so um martin were you on as we get the token gated part of the discord built will you add a channel called whiteboard and everything on it is a thread so so pete puts on there you know idea individual bottles you know or bottles with individual persons and then you know and then the thread starts Absolutely. Boom, boom, boom. And then, and then this way, you know, the hunt that we're talking about, not the one we're talking about that Phrase is doing, because we're not going to post anything about that until we do. But like the idea of what can we put on the bottle that later leads to something, you know, that later that is a hunt. Hey, let me give everybody an update. We are at 96 ETH traded on secondary and the floor is 0.375. 
So there's some people trying to get out just before, you know, somebody's willing to do 0.4 on the mint, which is fine, like I said. And uh, we go over 100 and we can go for our blue check mark, which we're four ETH away from. So that's pretty exciting to me. And pretty exciting that people are willing to buy on secondary well above the mint, you know, the allow list price. And uh, that's all very exciting. So we're at 96.1 and a floor of 0.375. Actually, re- refresh that floor is back up to 0.43. Oh. Um, yeah, yeah. Someone someone wow. swept those those that were under. Oh, 0.439. Well, that's awesome. I because and I I don't think I should say because the, the whole not investment advice thing. But the way this is designed, I think the founders because uh, uh, we're going to launch the master distillers after we have product after a lot of risk has gone out of this. In other words, we already have the the bottle. We already have TTV approval. We already have a lot of stuff. We're going into production. We have real stuff to to show. And we're going to have ten thousand master distillers. Well. This is real important information right here. So the 1,000 founders own half of the DAO. The 10,000 master stillers own half of the DAO. Well, think about that. That means the founders are 10x, right? So the founder's token is worth 10 times the master stiller's token. That's worth that in voting. And the founders are the only one that can propose a vote. So it's worth that in voting, and it's worth that in other ways. And the founders are, are going out minimum 0.15 maybe 0.2 at this point, if we do it all allow list, we're, we're watching what Moonburst did and we're thinking, wait a minute, <laughs> there may be a better way to launch a project than, than, than what has historically been done. 0.15, let's just go with, the, it will not go below, be, be listed below, I mean, we will not mean less than 0.15. So that would put, just on the equal basis, the founder's token at 1.5. That, that's without providing value, that's, you know, with, you know, obviously have to provide value, but I mean, so, so I see this. I'm glad it's at 0.439, whatever it is. Um, and I do see it creeping up over over the IRLs, the announcements. Uh, you guys got it about Philip Duff today coming in to, to help design the gin with, with Kevin Barrett. But that will be something that's probably written up in magazines and there'll be newspaper articles and things like that. So that that's when I see the value kind of creeping up. Awesome. Um, Cody, I, I know that you've been waiting for a, a while. Uh, GM, do you have a question for for Drew and I? Um, I did. I think the conversation has shifted. Uh, I like the whiteboard idea, so maybe I maybe I posted on that. But it's just going back to an idea for the label bottling or the bottle labeling uh, issue and individualizing that. So if if, uh, if we're headed a different direction, I can just put that on the whiteboard. I like the idea of starting that as one of the early whiteboard ones because I think people because Pete, that's a great idea, and frankly, I dismissed it. I, I know TTB. I know what a fight it is to change the size of a word frankly, you know, was like, yeah, sounds great. Not part of what, you know, the alcohol business is. But then you let smart people talk and kick around. So I love the whiteboard. So let's get that one up as one of the first ones. And uh, then, and I want to put hunt ideas, you know, and I don't know, I guess you call it how treasure hunt ideas. Cause I like to get, I, I want to figure out how we dig deeper into web three with an IRL liquor product. Like, how do we do that? So we'll get, we'll get a couple of those whiteboards started and just like, and, and here's the thing, we get one that we start to roll with. We can schedule, you know, voice chat and discord and, and, and really, really nail down an idea. So I like it. I think uh, phrase can help us a lot with that. <laughs> phrase, uh, by the way, you're, can I, can I speak a little bit about like the design of uh, your piece? Go for it. Go for it. By all means. So, so like for the people that are not aware, uh, phrase is going to, is going to do a treasure hunt for the ability to win a moonbird 
or approved pass, right? So it's it's not both of them together. It's like separate treasure hunts. Is that right? Correct. Correct. Okay. Two, two simultaneous games. Okay, awesome. And yeah, you showed me like this art piece, which is really what it is. It's an art piece. Like it looks like a gradient almost. And from from afar, it just looks like a gradient. But as you zoom in, they're, they're like these words that are placed in um in square format, but like kind of like hierog- hieroglyphics. Is that right, Frizz? The right way to put it? Yeah, I, I think it's uh it's gonna be a bit of warped text. Um, if you if you look to my Instagram, it's Instagram.com/slash/phraseart. You can see a bit of my past style. The last ten years have been like taking famous quotes and things like that, and and smashing and warping and twisting them into kind of visual representations of themselves. So this one, this piece is just a flat wall of text that you're gonna be looking at. And it, it, yeah, it's very like hieroglyphic in nature when you first look at it, but because of the grid and because of the way it's laid out with relative ease, you'll be able to make out what the words on the board are. So they're designed that way, really designed that way so that kind of harder for a computer program or an AI tool to decipher. One of the first devs that was looking at this project with me was talking about programming an AI to decipher the text. So I don't know, I don't know if it's going to get that crazy and people are going to try things like that, but it is designed like any person looking at it should be able to to make out what the text says with relative ease. You can. I remember I started pick, picking out. I'm like, oh, you got so and so in there. Oh, so-and-so. yeah, you saw some names. You saw some names. Yep, yep. Um, and let me ask you this because I have a question, and it also gives a little bit more information. So you don't just win a Moonbird. You don't just win a Proof Pass. Like in the case of our collab, you win a Founders token. And you win a basket of swag and hopefully some gin or some gin and some wine. Or, you know, you're going to get a gift basket from Rick House and a founder's token. We've reserved two for this project. Now, I'm not the only one doing that. So this is where the I'm throwing back to phrase here. I'm not the only one doing it. I'm sure there's others that you won't name, but there's other, other things that people will win. But here's my mechanics question. Is it the first person that solves the Rick House clue that gets the basket and the founders or is like, this a winner takes all, like the person that finishes um, and solves the puzzle and, and, and does wherever it takes them. They get my gifts, obviously the Moonbird or the Proof Pass. They get other collabs, other contributors' gifts. Is it a winner take all or is it they solve the Rick House? That's a great question. Uh, so every single collaborator that we're working with, not only are the mechanics of their clue different, and and you guys know, uh, I've talked with both of you, and, we, and we've come up with some really clever uh, things that people will be doing once they actually interact with Rick House along the process. Every single clue uh, is designed to have sort of a different mechanical structure in terms of what you're going to be looking for, what you're going to actually have to do to solve that clue. The same can be said about the prizes themselves. I will say the majority of the prizes at this point, so with, with our collaborators, are going to be peeled off like the in the middle of the game. So it's not a winner take all thing. It's it's something that to kind of keep the excitement going and hopefully give people chances to not just have exposure to these other projects, but um, actually benefit by by winning something from one of them along the way. Each step of the process where we have collaborator and actually a lot of the steps where we don't, we have some, I will say this, we have some other custom items and objects that I've designed uh, where if we don't have a collaborator in place, there are things like custom shoes or things like that. I don't want to give too much away, but usually every single day someone in this process should be walking away with something so is it the first person that solves 
In in most cases, yeah. In most cases, okay. yeah. Phrase this sounds super fun, and um, I just want to say like it's crazy to think that this space allows us to do all this. I just I just think it's completely wild and bonkers. There's no way like in a million years I would have thought like we could do this. Let's say I in real life regular job where two years ago I was spending most of my time at right now like I'm spending most of my time in Web three and in NFT land just because of these things. Like it's just insane the opportunities that it opens up, and uh, we're just build so much more on top of that and uh, thank you for for actually making these treasure hunts possible super uh, yeah exciting. thank you and, and and really what i want to personally thank you for is thank you for including us um you know you did not have to include us we are not of the caliber of the other ones that i've seen on there um i hope we provide fun and the value uh but the fact that you were willing to include us before you really knew that we could provide the fun and the value means a lot to me so i personally i thank you i owe you and uh We'll do some fun stuff. That's that's very kind. But I got to say, man, you guys, I think you are what this space is all about. And and really, like, yes, there are some there are some big names attached to the project, and and that may bring a lot of fanfare. But to me, it's the it really is about the celebration of the different ways people are utilizing and and exploring and experimenting with NFTs. And and to like through that lens, there is no more qualified team than you guys. Like. When I'm looking at when I was looking at this and, and looking at like who I wanted to have collaborate, the the thought of just you know a bunch of different PFP projects like that 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 just gets old, right? And to me, the most fascinating thing is what are people doing that's different in the space? How are people taking this new tool? Like NFT is a medium, the same way radio or TV or internet was a medium. Like NFT is a medium. How are people taking this medium and and trying to warp it and twist it and experiment with it? And to me, you guys represent that better. Like as good, if not better, than anyone else. So wow. you are you are well qualified to, to be playing along, for sure. Thank you. Um, I'm too old to blush. Uh, so let's let's go ahead towards wrap-up, Martin. I don't know. Do we have anybody that had their hand up for a while or anything like that? I would say this. We're at 98.9 volume. We could be over 100 while we're on this call as far as uh, ETH uh, in secondary. Uh, but, hey, can I ask a, a mechanics question? Why would somebody pay 0.4 four five on secondary when it's point four to minute we haven't minute out have we no not yet no so um yeah they just, just have to not know but yeah it's, uh, so so as of now we still have uh, about 200 rickhouse uh dow founders member to be minted and uh, that's going to keep going until we mint out obviously on that point like i think we touched upon like a, a lot of good stuff here thanks for uh for kind of kind of like etching all of that out drew and thanks for everyone that joined us and also uh, ask your questions if there's anybody in the audience that wants to you know raise their hand or something like uh, we're, we're still here for you know for next minute or so let me know but uh, other than that like I'm again like I was saying I'm really excited about uh, what is going to happen here with IRL events you know, like products and all that stuff like it's it's something we've been doing already as a full-time job you know like I'm in the bar industry too and this is just a way for um, for me and also for Drew uh, mainly to to kind of bring this to web three in some sense and and really like tied into not only community but art collectibles and so i uh, super stoked for that yes yes Akin, you had a question yeah i just have kind of just one quick comment um you know i, I think that you know we're, we're kind of at the stage in the nft space where you know brand and culture is now taking center stage right and when you start thinking about brand and culture right i think crypto needs its own um, liquor brand, right? So I'm really excited about this opportunity, not just within Moonbirds and what we can do within this ecosystem, but I think there's just a lot of room to kind of own this space as relates to 
right the emerging crypto culture so definitely into well, the wrong things thanks for the, the answers yeah, yeah. Well, thank you for, for the question for sure. yeah. again like like we, we have to remember this is super early days and the advantage that we have as a community that's already like kind of deep into web3 and and should i say like nft land is that we we are fast movers whereas like these bigger companies are not necessarily fast to move and they, they're not going to innovate as fast as we do because as much as they might communicate very clearly. I think like the most important thing that I've learned in this space is to listen carefully. Like you can communicate very clearly, but if you don't listen to uh, what people want and what people are telling you as feedback, uh, you're uh, NGMI. So on that, uh, thank you for, for everyone for joining us. And uh, Drew, did you have some parting thoughts with that? Just thank you. And, uh, you know, follow me on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> well, Drew, Drew, I mean, uh, while, while we're wrapping it up, I mean, Please follow everybody up here, uh, everybody up on the stage, and please hop into the Discord. We're uh, pretty much hanging out there. We're trying to build this community up. And for now, Discord is probably the best thing we have until we get that metaverse that we were talking about or, or high rise. I can't wait for that. But uh, yeah, join us, uh, participate, you know, and begin to get ingrained in this community. And that's how we're going to build it up. Awesome. Perfect. Thank you, Punter. All Thanks, right. Punter. I'm going to sign off. Thank you, everybody. Appreciate the input and look forward to watching that whiteboard develop. Thank you, everyone. Cheers. 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 Thanks so much, guys. That's it for today's episode. I hope you enjoyed the show. And if you did, please consider leaving a review for me. Um, it's always super helpful to get that kind of feedback uh, of what I'm doing right, what I could improve. And uh, so if you can take 13 to 35 seconds of your time to share some thoughts with me, I really appreciate it. Thank you again for listening. And uh, until next time.